The Minnesota Wild welcome a couple of familiar faces back to the lineup tonight. Kirill Kaprizov and Philip Gustafson back in the lineup. We'll take a look at a couple of familiar names returning from an Arizona perspective for tonight's game. All that and more as we preview tonight's matchup against the Arizona Coyotes on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Locked and Wild, we preview tonight's matchup against the Arizona Coyotes. We'll take a look at some of the names returning to Minnesota here tonight and a couple of names returning for Minnesota in this game. Uh, today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. You can download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. My name is Seth Topol, daily Minnesota Wild insider and a credentialed member of the Minnesota Wild Media Group. As you can see here at the XL Energy Center, we've got a uh, familiar face joining us up here at the X. Uh, Zach, your first chance to uh, see things from a little different perspective here for tonight's game. What do you think so far? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. I think this game, you know, the Wild have put themselves in a chasing position. And, you know, when you host a division uh, opponent like the Arizona Coyotes at home after blowing a 3-1 to lead, you got to win this game. And I feel like we've talked about that all year where it's like the Wild are, you know, constantly losing games, a lot of injury bug. But these are must-win games. You know, you drop two to Dallas and you host Arizona now. It's, this is a big one. Yeah, it is definitely go time. If you are one that is on the playoff train, obviously uh, we've got the greater good to uh, to keep in mind as well. But Zach, the big news today is that uh, a couple of big names for this Minnesota Wild team are making their return to the lineup. Let's start with 97, Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, it's no coincidence that the offense for the Minnesota Wild has torpedoed since Kaprizov came out of the lineup. And it's unfortunate because he was playing his best hockey at the time that he suffered the injury. And so right off the bat, that is a major addition for this Minnesota Wild team to get back. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a game-time decision. And for Wild fans, this has to be a big burden off your shoulders. You know, you get the best guy on your team coming back uh, at home. I mean, it's big. He's He's been the biggest player for this team all year. Um, clearly there's going to be, be some intensity with him definitely returning back to the lineup. Um, you know, it just feels good for the home fans. They, they haven't seen a lot of wins here recently and you know, it's, it's going to be a, a definitely a different vibe going on. I feel like Kirill just brings that energy. Um, and I think the team's going to revolve around that and, and definitely, uh, use it to their own advantage tonight. Yeah. And he, he just is the take the lead guy. And we've kind of been looking for that from some of the other players on this team, the Matt Boldies, the the Ryan Hartmans, the others. Um, Kirill is just the guy that takes the lead, and so much of this offense revolves around what he does. There just are so many other guys in this lineup that respond a, after what he does, and so 
you know, I would imagine that's going to give a big boost. Then again, we have said that for uh, for previous games of something that could uh, give the team a boost. And then you have what happened against the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers last night, in which the Wild blow a two goal lead in the third. Um, from your vantage point here, what uh, what were some of the things that you saw um, from a fan perspective in uh, last night's loss? Yeah, you know, this team just needed to finish out the game. A hard-fought seven more minutes to go, and I guarantee you Tortorella would have pulled the netminder. It's it's one of those pitiful collapses that this team is, has been, you know, kind of used to recently. I feel like there hasn't been much energy in this lineup, and I just think, you know, going back to Kirill, this is a team that definitely needs to use that to their advantage. I mean, you can't lose back-to-back home games, especially against a Central Division opponent like the Arizona Coyotes, a team that is beatable, and you know, you welcome Matt Dumba back here. We're going to get to that later. But, you know, the energy in this building is going to be high. And you just, you know, you got to use it. You got to play for Kirill. He's been out for a while. This team has definitely lost their energy. And I think it's a big puzzle piece back in this lineup. And it will uh, hopefully help uh, with some frigid temperatures outside to heat things up here uh, in this one tonight. Kaprizov, I believe, was on a... Um, he was on about a five goals and four games stretch before he got hurt um against Winnipeg and you know the the hope is that he's able to uh to come back to where he was at before the injury but we got to keep in mind too um there could be a little bit of rust on his part but I think it's the fact that he just commands so much attention when he's in the lineup that will be the big thing for the uh, Coyotes to keep an eye on here today absolutely you know 97 one of the one of the only all-stars on this Minnesota Wild team and Arizona obviously knows that and you know, they got a young squad, a lot of University of Minnesota guys out there. You know, Matt Dumbo, Jason Zucker are coming back. I feel like Kirill can provide that distraction almost. And, you know, they've missed him for so long, this wild team. And I think they just need to use the energy he brings. I mean, I can't say that enough here. And I think the, the Coyotes can get maybe carried away with it and the wild can sneak away with this one. But, yeah, no, Kirill, Kirill's that big name. The Arizona Coyotes know that. Um, and the wild really just do need to take advantage of it. Yeah, we uh, we also get the return of Philip Gustafson. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But I do also want to touch just briefly on uh, Jesper Volstead being sent back down. Um, I, I thought his quotes after the game against Dallas were great. Um, he said, obviously, it's not the way that we wanted things to go. But uh, he said that 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 will be that won't be the same result the next time he comes up here. And uh, John Hines talked about it, too, as a, a guy who looks almost hungrier after that type of a game than he did uh, when he first came up here. And so, you know, I, I know it's not the result we wanted for a guy who everybody is hoping will be the goalie of the future, but I, I think he is going to definitely be able to shake it off and uh, and be better served the next time he comes back up. Yeah, I mean, when you throw the youngest goalie in the NHL between the pipes in Dallas, uh, you know, you can only expect so much. And, you know, those quotes where he's like, I, I could hardly sleep after the game. And it just shows you how much he cares about his play and his play in Iowa and how he can start to become a leader pretty soon here. Um, you know, it's it's obviously not a fun situation for the wild team to throw him in against Dallas. I mean, that's obviously never the plan, uh, especially in an away game in a that. I mean, the American Airlines Center is pretty tough to play. And obviously the wild have had have had not had success in that building recently. But yeah, I mean, it just it just goes goes to show that this kid's ready to play. I mean, obviously we 
didn't expect him to play this year, um, especially with Gustafson and Flurry and that. But when Gus gets hurt like that, you kind of have to make those Hail Marys. And unfortunately, Jesper just got caught in the wind. And, you know, that happens. You, you throw away a game like that, that makes sense. Rookie goalie, you can't really expect much. Um, it's just an unfortunate reality that the Wild had to throw him in. Yeah, 100%. Now, Philip Gustafson expected to start tonight. We'll talk about that as well as the uh, return of a fan favorite, to say the least, and Matt Dumba. We'll see how Dumba's doing so far this year. We'll talk about Nick Bugstad, who's making his return to Jason Zucker. There are a lot of Minnesota ties with this Coyotes team. We'll talk about all of that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. We have officially hit the halfway point of the NHL season. And just because the Minnesota Wild are not in a postseason spot right now, they're trying to get there. But uh, you can still win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the number one fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. How this works is you just have to pick whether elite level players, in this case, for the Minnesota Wild, let's go with Jewel Erickson Eck, let's go with Kirill Kaprizov, let's go Matt Boldy and Matt Zuccarello. You have to pick whether or not you think they will go more or less than their projections in key stat areas such as goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, or more in a given game. If I had to pick, I would say let's go Kirill with the goal tonight. I think that's a good spot to start. Let's also go with Jewel Erickson Eck with the goal tonight. Um, he's he's due. He's very, very due. Uh, and so if you go with those two, I think you're going to be doing real well with Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Reminder, we will have uh, a Locked on Wild postcast for you after the game tonight. We're going to keep it a little more on the 30-minute side just due to the weather here this evening. So uh, we will be with you after the game to recap whatever happens in this one. Hopefully, uh, if you're on the playoff train, hopefully a uh, win for the Wild tonight. But, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll continue to counter with the uh, the greater good as the season rolls on. Zach, the Coyotes, 28-18-2. And, two. and uh, if we look at Arizona coming into this matchup, it's been a little bit of a scuffle for them recently. They are 1-4 and four in their last five games. Their only win of course, was against the Boston Bruins in overtime 4-3. to three. But you look at these scores, they lose 4-1. to one. They lose 4-1 uh, to one to the Panthers, 5-1 to one to the Islanders, 6-2 to two to the Winnipeg Jets, and then 6-2 to two to the Calgary Flames. And uh, for as much as a strength, as much of a strength as the goaltending was at the beginning of the season, it really does look like uh, some of those hot starts for Connor Ingram and Carol Vamelka are really starting to uh, to come back to earth. So main point is that uh, there should be some opportunities for the Minnesota Wild offense to capitalize here tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's clear those those losses in the recent five games have been absolute blowouts. Uh, the common denominator is like two goals, one goal a game, and they're giving up six. I mean, if you're, if you're hosting this team, which tonight obviously is happening, you got to take advantage. 
um, get on them early. I'm, I'm hoping, looking to see a, a fast start here in the first period. I mean, you get Kirill back like that. You get Gus in between the pipes. This game is is yours for the taking. You got to start winning these games. Um, and I think this is definitely a team that can start to take advantage of. It hasn't really looked too hot recently for them. And the goaltending is a little bit shaky. So this is definitely a team you can pounce on for sure. Yeah, and you just you got to take advantage of those early opportunities and add to it. The Wild did such a good job of that against the Flyers is they get that first goal of the game. The Flyers counter to make it 1-1, but then the Wilds get the second and the third goals to push it out to a two-goal lead. And so it's this is a Wild team that is predicated on getting an early lead. We've seen that a lot this year. Um, but then also getting that, making a one-goal lead, a two-goal lead, making a two-goal lead, a three-goal lead. Like The, the opportunities are going to be there tonight, which is why in addition to Kirill Kaprizov, you need to get some of those secondary guys that can step in and can offer scoring in addition to what we expect from Kirill Kaprizov as the guy taking the lead. Yeah, I mean, yesterday's game against the Flyers was a complete disaster. These these are leads you have to hang on to, and clearly that didn't happen last night. And, you know, the, the message with Hines today is good teams can bounce back from losses like that and and maintain a lead and then get a game again and, and it's really just a necessity tonight um can't reiterate that enough i mean it's a central division opponent you're chasing um the coyotes are vulnerable this is a game you have to take advantage of looking at just some of the other things for this coyotes team we'll talk about matt dumbo of course here in a little bit but um, they are led in scoring by clayton keller who has 15 goals and 35 points in 40 games so far this year lawson cruz actually the leading goal scorer he's got 17 but then uh, Michael Carson with 14, Nick Schmaltz with 13, and uh, you also have uh, several other guys in that six to seven range, including former Minnesota Wild forward Jason Zucker. He's got six so far. Nick Bugstad uh, is chipping in with six himself. And uh, former fan favorite uh, Jack McBain. Not where you thought I was going to go. Uh, Jack McBain with six goals for the Coyotes so far. Um, Zach, before we uh, talk about those guys, let's talk about Matt Dumba here for a little bit because Dumba, obviously, a fan favorite from his time here. But you look at his numbers so far this season, he's got five total points, two goals, three assists. He has been scratched a, uh, a couple of times this season. And, um, you know, you look at what he's doing for the Coyotes over his last handful of games. He's still giving them um, he's given them 20 ish minutes a night on defense, but not a ton other than that, which is kind of what we saw with him down the stretch before he uh, he put everything together uh, ahead of that uh, postseason series against Dallas. Just you're getting minutes, but you're not getting really a ton to go with them. Yeah, I mean, just looking down at the ice right now, there's fans already on the glass with Dumba signs. Definitely going to be a happy homecoming for him. You know, pretty exciting returning to Minnesota after the career he had here. Unfortunately, it started to get a little shaky last year and the year before that. But, I mean, as fans, you got to respect it and thank it. And I think that he's definitely going to ride off that. I feel like if you come back to a, to a passionate fan base who supported you, um, you got it. You got to bring fire. And I think that it's definitely going to be really cool. I'm I'm hoping they're going to play a, a tribute video to him. I think his time here in Minnesota and, and his pitching to the community was just unreal. And that's something you really can't forget. And unfortunately, you know, the fans got on him on that, that last year. But, hey, it's 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 going to be a fun game for him. Um, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure. If you had the opportunity to put 
one of the other two, either Jason Zucker or Nick Bugstad, onto this team right now, which one do you pick? Because Zucker obviously has the bigger pedigree from a scoring perspective. Um, he's obviously a little older than uh, than Bugstad is, although if I recall correctly, it's not by much. But um, it, it is funny because, you know, with Bugstad, when he was here, the thing with him was always the injuries. When he played, he was actually a very solid bottom six guy for this team. And um, doing the same thing for Arizona this year that he did with Minnesota, just being able to do it a little more than he was here. And so it'll be fun to see a guy like that who's always been a big body um, be able to uh, to come in and uh, and go up against this Minnesota Wild team now. I guess if I had to pick... I probably still would go Zucker, but uh, which way would you lean? Just the Zucker and or Parisi and Suter era. I mean, that's just iconic. Um, obviously, the age is probably catching up a little bit. Probably not. But, uh, you know, Bugstad was that big body that that helped this team when it needed it the most. And, you know, the Wild are lacking a little bit of physicality recently. I mean, Maroon fought last night against none other than Nick Delorier, you know, who is also a former Wild, which is another body that they're missing. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely interesting to it's a good, it's a good interesting question because they both fit in different roles. I think Zucker is now on one of their lower lines. Bukestad there as well. Um, you know, two two uh, players that definitely helped this wild roster uh, back in the day. But you know, I'll never forget that like Bukestad trade. I think it was like my freshman year of high school. I was like, oh, interesting, bringing Bukestad here. <laughs> but uh, you know, Jason Zucker, obviously, his tenure with the Wild was iconic and. Him being obviously like a Minnesota community guy as well. It's it's big. This team is bringing a lot of Minnesota connections back. It's definitely going to be really fun to watch. Um, a lot of respect here tonight. Um, no doubt about it. Yeah, and the, the other one that's interesting is Jack McBain because obviously he didn't feel like he had a solid spot here, which is why he ended up requesting a trade, and he was sent to Arizona, and he's been playing. He, he played to start his Coyotes career quite a bit, but now it seems as though he's kind of been been utilized less. But, you know, that's just a situation where that's just how it worked out. And just because you have a prospect that you want to be part of the organization and to uh, to really do well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to always be the best fit. And so it's it's a cautionary tale that you want to be able to get as much talent as you can into the roster. But sometimes they may see better opportunities in other places. Yeah, I mean. It's just what you can ask for. I, I'm just like, when you were talking there, I'm just thinking Dumbo was that guy for the Wild. I'm just going to go back to it where, you know, in the locker room, he just is so energetic. And obviously the Wild, I don't really have that guy anymore. I just feel like when Dumbo comes home, I'm sorry, I'm going back to it. But, you know, when he comes home at the X, I can't even imagine how fired up he's going to be. And I think this team's, this Arizona team's going to come out with fire. They've been blown out of the last couple of games. I'm just thinking about like what's going to happen, what's going on behind the scenes. And I don't know. That's just on my mind right now is, is what is Dumbo going to do to change this, this Coyotes team and, and get those, get those guys rolling against the wild here. The guys will be buzzing to say the least. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Philip Gustafson, who is uh, expected to start here tonight. Few tidbit items to wrap up today's episode of locked on wild. They are coming your way after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild also brought to you by Jace Medical. Folks, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk about preparing for real life for a second? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is a scary proposition. 
I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if a family member gets sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, amongst others. These are all conditions that can pop up at any time without any warning. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Again, that is jacemedical.com, offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild, live from the XL Energy Center, getting ready for tonight's matchup against the Arizona Coyotes. We will have you covered after the game as well with the Lockdown Wild postcast, so stay tuned as we see what happens for the Minnesota Wild here tonight. Zach, Philip Gustafson back in the lineup after missing uh, a handful of games due to a uh, lower body injury. What do you want to see from Gustafson tonight in his first game back? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. Um, obviously, I think this team is is understood understanding of his injury. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking for a solid start. I think this team just needs to play for him. I think we haven't seen a lot of that playing for your goalie. I mean, obviously, letting Wallstead down like that's a big big problem. Uh, you know, this there's no energy. Obviously, that Flurry game last night. You know, you blow a three to one lead. Flurry is left in the dust. Um, you know, this is a team that really needs to revolve around their starting goalie coming back. It's a huge, huge piece to this team. You know, the Wild have have had those goalie issues ever since that injury, and, and Flurry can almost do so much. You know, it's 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 interesting that Wallstead had to get that start in Dallas. Like I said, it wasn't a good spot to start him in. Obviously, you're kind of forced to, though, and Flurry is your only guy. But, yeah, Gustafson's back. He's home. He's healthy. Kirill is also back in front of him. I think this team is, is going to look different than – all these last couple of games have looked, obviously, starting goalie is a huge spot you need. Um, and, and Gustafson is there to fill it. So it's going to be a good one. We're going to finish with something a little different here tonight with a couple of uh, head-to-head matchups that could determine the outcome of this one tonight. And I'm going to start on special teams. The Arizona Coyotes are near the – they're in the probably top third of the league in power play at 23%. On the season, they have scored 29 power play goals so far this year. The Minnesota Wilds have scored 25, but they find themselves in the bottom third of the NHL at just 18.4%. Uh, Minnesota Wild power play in their first opportunity last night looked really good. They just didn't score. Which power play unit, Zach, do you think takes the advantage, gets the edge in this matchup tonight? I'm just going to say Minnesota. I just, that home is, is a much different power play than when you go on the road. And I think when you have Brock Faber as the, the captain up in that blue line, anything can happen. I think this team just really needs to ride off the energy and, and get those pucks in, uh, you know, Faber just running that power play. I saw him last night. Unbelievable. If you watch him in person, um, you know, it was, it was a very solid, solid power play. And I haven't seen that in a while. I feel like, um, you know, got to take advantage of this, this Arizona team. Who's, Power play is obviously better, but it's a different game. You know, you got Gustafson now who can stop those, get there at least, and do stuff about it. And, you know, they just let Flurry in the dust yesterday with these PKs. And obviously in overtime, it was a very unfortunate ending. 
four on three power penalty kill. And, you know, that one, the Flyers capitalized off of it. So I think, you know, both penalty or power play and penalty kill wise, I think Minnesota just really needs to take that next step. And, and well, first stay out of the box, but second, you know, maintain posture and, and stay confident in your D zone. Yeah, 100%. And if the Wild do that tonight, they uh, they got a good chance to beat an Arizona team that has been struggling as of late. I don't think we're going to be in for a one nothing game or a 2-1 to game. I think we're going to see something more like 5-4 to here tonight because uh, both defenses struggling a little bit. Uh, both goalies, both goalie situations not stopping the pucks as much as they had earlier in the season. And so... Um, Honestly, if we just get good, if we get a good battle level, if we get some exciting moments, if we get a game in which the Wild are close and don't get blown out, that's kind of my criteria for how these games go the rest of the way. And so we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, Zach, any thoughts on uh, on what you think will happen in tonight's game? Yeah, I mean, I think the Coyotes can take advantage of Brodine and Spurgeon still being out, but the Wild can also take advantage of getting Kirill and Gustafson back. These are two teams that need a win. Um, you know, and this is going to be a, a shootout, in my opinion. Uh, hopefully it doesn't go to a shootout, but hopefully the Wild can take care of this one. But it's it's really going to be energetic in this building. There's a lot of a lot of stories behind the actual game itself. And I think both teams have a lot of respect for each other. You know, Brock Faber, Min- University of Minnesota guy playing against his former teammates. You know, there's just a lot to think about tonight. And I think it's going to be a barn burner for sure. Um, I'm excited for an energetic game. You know, the one that got away from the Wild last night. I think this team really needs revenge and are, are going to hopefully avenge that that unfortunate loss last night in overtime. Yeah, got to battle back, got to pick up a win if you are going to indeed get back into the postseason standings. As we said, Locked on Wild is here for the greater good too. So uh, I feel like we win either way unless you have a game like you had against the Dallas Stars. But we'll have plenty more uh, here from the XL Energy Center over the uh, course of the game, so make sure to stay tuned. Make sure to join us after tonight's game for the Locked on Wild postcast as well. Make sure you subscribe if you have not already so you don't miss out on any new Locked on Wild content throughout the course of the week. We get new episodes for you every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.